0: Hi. Delilah. How many of you know the story of Samson? Samson's one cool dude, right? I don't know if he's buff, but if he is, it's cool. He could be like some skinny looking dude. And then he has long hair. I don't know. Because it didn't attribute his strength to muscles. It attributed to his hair and consecration. So, Samson had a little issue. He had a couple of them. Just like a lot of us. Samson was like only two chapters in the Bible. But it covers like 40, 50 years of his life or something. So it's a a lot of context for decades. I was talking with uh, Bobby earlier. Genesis 1 through 4 cover like thousands of years. It covers the most time in the Bible, in the entire Bible. Uh, It covers the most human history in the Bible than the rest of the Bible. So... This is also Samson, so we don't know all of his imperfections, but the, the the Holy Spirit has highlighted a couple of them, but he also made it to Hebrews 11 as a man of faith, so obviously there's something in his heart which the Lord loved, and he had faith despite all of the things that he struggled with, and so Samson had this little issue with his mouth. He was a little bit of someone that was a little fast with his mouth, kept talking and stuff, and making riddles and all these things, never taking things seriously. He had a vow from birth that was like, you're going to be the ruler and the judge of these tribes in this area. And you're, uh, you're going to have awesome power. And he, these are the three things you're always going to do. He breaks all of them. So he, ha- he never supposed to be around a dead person, lifts up a dead lion and then eats honey but you're never supposed to have the grape and the wine and the sweet stuff. Um, he's always supposed to be pure, um, has a um, bunch of girlfriends. In fact, he goes to a city for a harlot, which is what gets him in this issue. So there's two things you can learn from this story. One is Samson didn't have so much of a fear of the Lord all the time. And so when you live your life, sometimes there's a place where our emotions can like overtake our fear of God are trembling before the Lord. You wanna be very careful for that. In other relationships, it might be a relationship of even a family member or a friend is higher than our fear and trembling for the Lord. And so these places and pockets in our life, we can actually fear man more than we fear God. Samson did this on a couple of levels. The one that I'm really gonna highlight is Delilah. And so after he kills lions, he kills Philistines, he kills all these people. Samson comes over, and then the Philistines cannot figure out how to kill Samson. So they just got done trying to kill Samson. And then the spirit of the Lord comes upon Samson. He gets a jawbone, and he kills a thousand people. That is absolutely wild. Has anyone ever got into a fist fight? don't want to raise your hand. All right. Have any of you ever slapped somebody around or something? Anyone ever got beat by their parent or something like that? All right. When you get into a physical fight, that thing is hard. Right? Unless you're like Wing Chun Taekwondo master over here taking on like 10 black belts or something. Like, other than that, getting into fights is really tough. You ever see Monty Pacquiao in a fight? Right? He, he, he's going to... He comes out... He's not going to the barbershop after. Like he's going to rest and replenish. That's one to one. I got into a fight with three guys. I got knocked down three times, knocked down one of them. He was like six feet or something. And then um, I got up and I got up and I got up. I was so tired. I was like zinging for like, not, not with a buzzing noise in my ear, but like I had so much adrenaline in me. I was like, I could see like everything pass by. I could see like a fly like, like, you know, a fly like, boom. And when I was there, I was like, sh- it's like you got so much adrenaline. It's crazy. That's only three people. Samson killed a thousand. So these Philistines are like, what are we going to do about this juggernaut? We got to take this dude out. And then they're like, Who are we going to find? And then they're like, well, he likes girls. This is the devil. The devil could be talking to us like this, right? You got this juggernaut in the spirit, right? Bobby, juggernaut in the spirit, right? L3, juggernaut in the spirit. Like you guys, juggernaut in the spirit. And the devil's like, how are we going to take this person out? And then the devil could be like, well, that person really likes a boyfriend and a girlfriend. That person really feels a lot lonely. That person really feels depressed. And then that that devil just sips in this beautiful Delilah. In the Bible, it says Delilah's beautiful. We're going to talk about stuff like that earlier. But that's the thing. Oh my gosh, right? we're in the church setting, it can be like she's covered with the glory of God. That's how some people talk when they meet somebody covered with the glory of Jesus Christ. Okay, she's a harlot. She, this girl's actually a prostitute. But then this is what they say to her. Entice Samson to tell you what makes him so strong and how he can be overpowered and tied up securely. Then each of us will give you 1,100 pieces of silver. Right? It's, it's not even that big of a deal. Someone's trying to trade your your destiny for money. So what this looks like is greed. Some people come into your relationship for greed. That means, oh, I can finally get my ticket out of this thing. That means like, I'll never have to worry about money again. 1,100 silver pieces, that's a lot of money to a prostitute. How many men do you think she has to sleep with to get that much money? Now she's like, oh, I just got to take out one dude. That's it. That's what these. Um, that's what it looks like when you start pursuing somebody for money. When you start pursuing somebody as your ticket out. When you start pursuing somebody for material things, we start getting a Delilah spirit. Sometimes that could even be in a relationship with friends and family. There's, they're on you because there's this Delilah thing. Where it's, God's not the provider. Like, you're going to give me that money. However I get it from you, you're going to give it to me. Let's go a little bit into um, Judges 16. And let's talk about um, a little bit more of how she does this. I already have it here. All right. I'll go over uh, Mary of Bethany in a second. Okay, Judges 16.1. Um went went to Gaza and saw a harlot there and went into her. So Samson had lust. It wasn't the spirit of God and slept with a harlot. The next one is 16.5, entice him. So one thing you have to watch out for are the people in your life that are leaders, are they driven by secular rewards? Are they driven by by secular accolades? Are they driven by you looking good to the world? Because that's what the Philistines were. If the people that are telling you what to do with your life are obsessed with material things of this age and they're telling you to do something, you got to be careful. Because if their desire is not for Jesus and is for the world, it's not for your heart and the heart of Jesus to be burning with desire for each other then their hearts for something else. If it's not the burning desire of Jesus, it's something else. And we've already seen where that goes. And so you got to be careful of the relationships in your life and the relationships you have to others on is there's something like Delilah on this. The Philistines were trying to figure out how they can be the most powerful family and rulers in that whole area. And then they got this juggernaut dude named Sanson that keeps ruining it. In your life, it might be something like, I put a lot of potential into you. There's a lot of things that if we get married, you might be able to do for me. But then now, if you don't follow me, I'm going to lose it all. You gotta be careful if you're in a relationship like that because that's not God's heart at all. God's heart is that he would provide whatever material things you need, go go and work for them. That's what he says to do. But then the people aren't the the thing that gives you the material position. That's what Delilah does. The next one is, uh, actually, I didn't really, really hit it as hard. Number one is that, Samson wanted to go after this person because of lust. So lust, sometimes in family, doesn't look sexual. Sometimes lust in family looks like reputation. What will my family look like if all of my family members are like this? That's huge in Asia. In America, they're kind of like, yeah, my kid graduated, he's 18, he's out of the house, he's a drug addict, that's his choice. And Asia, it's not really like that. Asia, it's like, so what's your son doing now? Oh, well, he's this and that, a missionary. Oh, really? I thought he was going to be a lawyer. That's that stuff too. That stuff happens all the time. I'm Asian, so I know what that feels like. So it's like, that's not also the heart there, but there's a lust. You have to watch out for if in the relationship of any relationship we have, there's a lust for sex or there's a lust for power and reputation. And they come everywhere. You might have a boyfriend that likes you if you just get this one thing done in your life. Why does that matter? If I'm a new creation in Jesus, maybe I'm not in the right season. Maybe that's it. But do I have to perform so that you like me? That's, that's very dangerous. That's a lust for something. That's how Samson, that's what Samson ate all the time. Samson was driven by lust. He ate the honey. He, she, he slept with the women. The last one was finally, he got that thing under control and had the power of God under him. But that's, that's how he works like that. All right, the next one is, so this is Delilah. You gotta be careful for this thing, man. I, these crazy stories in the Bible, I just really like. Because they're like so clear. I'm like, oh my gosh. Wish I read this when I was 12. All right, here's the next one. Beware of people that don't fear godly boundaries or God boundaries. All right, Samson is a holy man. Samson is separated for the Lord. He's pursuing God. And then he has this one thing and Delilah is trying to manipulate him. Because he knows that we're one. They had sex already. So they had that soul tie. Um, she's beautiful. Samson has zero control with his eyes. So he sees this harlot. He sleeps with her completely. He, she's broken down all of his walls. And now he's, she's using emotion to manipulate Samson. And then she says, please tell me, where do you get your great strength from? And now she's using manipulation of emotion and relationship to get what she wants. Claudia can't even do that to me. Like, my emotions are my emotions. Her emotions are her emotions. If I say no, it's no. If she says yes, it's, it's, I have to agree to saying yes. If she says no, it's no. I have to respect her God boundaries. This person, Delilah, does not care. And you got to watch out in these Asian countries for ancestry worship. Because ancestry worship in Confucianism is I am the person that gives you all of the blessing. There's no God in Confucianism. If you honor me, then I honor you. And then the inheritance goes through you because I'm the one that has it. There's no God. So your life is my life. Your emotions are my emotions. Your money is my money. Your time is my money because we're family and I'm the hierarchy leader of this. That's Confucianism. That's not, obviously that's not Genesis 1 because God is the one that gives all of that. And then we honor people, but he releases it. And so it's very different. Delilah doesn't care. And then she goes on. And she gets even worse and worse and worse. All right. The next one is she crosses boundaries. And then when she crosses the boundaries, she heightens the manipulation. Manipulation is witchcraft. Anytime we use manipulation of emotion, manipulation of word, manipulation of scenario, we're doing witchcraft. I'm here. Now I'm not right? I manipulate what you see so that you see what I want you to see versus the truth of God is this is what the Lord is saying about the situation. This is the reality. What Delilah's will do is try and get you, the Delilah spirit in a man or a woman, and again, I've been through all of this personally and doing it to others, is they'll get you in a place where you can't see reality anymore, It's just you and Delilah. Whatever Delilah says, hocus pocus, that's what you believe. And then you try and get that voice from somebody else, and they're like, hocus pocus, hocus pocus. Yeah, right? It's all lust and greed. And any of your weaknesses, Delilah just sticks her finger in it. That's what that thing does. You got to know, wait, somebody's crossing my emotional and physical boundaries. That's like Delilah. That's like Jezebel. That's what that thing is. And then if you're doing it to, to someone too, then just repent, pull back, and just and follow the Lord and go like, okay, I learned my lesson. I'm in the wrong spirit there. All right, the next one is, because you can see the pressure's cooking on her. So integrity will tell you, okay, what the truth is, the truth is. What emotion and feelings will tell you is no, it's gotta be something else. And then she says this, please, Tell me where your strength lies. She goes on and she gets further and further and further trying to entice and manipulate Samson because she knows that Samson may be strong and holy, but I got Samson on my little finger. Like a little puppet. That's how I got Samson. She knows that I'm a getter. I'm going to get her. One thing that Samson has is he really likes the girlfriend. He'll defend the girlfriend more than he'll defend the reputation of God. Versus David, David looked up to Goliath and said, who is this man that's taunting and blaspheming the the uncreated God? And he says, I'll kill him. Delilah, this is what Delilah says, and I'll just read it real quick. Until now, they come in. Each time she says this, the Philistines come in and try and kill Samson. And then he breaks it off like a cotton. They try and chain him and he breaks it off. And then Delilah's like, can you please tell me where your strength comes from? And it's like, well, it's from this and from that. And then they come in and then he's trying through all this stuff. And then she says, the Philistines are upon you. The Philistines are upon you. And then he breaks it off. And he's all like, right. That he's not, he didn't break his integrity in that way yet. This is what gets him gets defensive right he gets defensive he says this the first he tells you please tell me then he says look you have mocked me and told me lies and then the next one that kicks him is that until now you have mocked me samson's so into this girl delilah when she feels like he's hurt her reputation he buckles you got to make sure that you're not in a relationship or you're that person to a relationship that when you feel like you're ruining their relationship versus God, you buckle. Because it doesn't work like that. The truth of Jesus, the integrity of Christ is bigger than that. And then he breaks it. And then he says, if you, all my power lies in my strength, I'm a Nazarite by birth. Then he cuts it. Ooh, powerful story. And then he goes on. And um, actually, I don't share this next part. But if you go to the last chapter of Samson, it's terribly sad. The the Philistines get him and tie him up. I'd like to even see a skit of it because it's kind of like a Jesus film kind of deal. But they tie Samson up and then they gouge out his eyes. And then guess what they do with him? They make him a carnival performer. He's up. He's, he's pushing the grain with this big mill. He's, he's pushing all, of, he's in the mill, pressing everything and pushing it. And then the Philistines, they're laughing and rejoicing. This is what Delilah likes seeing. She likes seeing this holy man of God get completely humiliated. Her destiny, his destiny completely destroyed for a thousand pieces of silver. And then they start saying to each other, hey, I want to have some fun, and I want to be merry, and I want to laugh. Somebody go bring out God's hero, Yahweh's hero, and let him perform before us so that we can laugh together as Philistines. He became a circus monkey. Can you imagine that? So if you can imagine Samson, his eyes were the thing that brought him to sin all the time. And then they cut him out. They gouged it out. And now he's either haunted with all of the the women that he's still lusting after, or he's broken it, and he's with Jesus, and he's thinking about his conviction with the Lord. And obviously, by the end of the chapter, through that whole period, he's on the second one. He becomes poor in spirit. And then what he does in the last chapter of uh, Judges for Samson is he, he tells and he cries out, God, Lord, I pray that I can feel the pillars of where these Philistines stand. And then he said, he cried out to God that he could avenge himself, that he could avenge all of the things that he's done against God's kingdom. And let me kill more Philistines today than I ever have in my entire life. And then then it says this really powerfully. It says, God remembered him. In the midst of all of that sin, God remembered him. And then he took those things. His last relationship with a human being was Delilah and then God. That's how much Delilah destroyed him, isolated him. He broke the pillars and then everyone died. That was Philistines, including himself. And that's the end of of Samson. I don't think they ever make it that dramatic in the movie. It feels like it's not as dramatic that way. But that's what happens. It's that prayer to God that he had. He finally turned back to his first love. And so that's how you get out of those things too. You cry out to God. All right. Now I'm going to go over. um, If you're in a relationship or you sense that you want to protect yourself from these type of things, these are the ways that you end destructive relationships. And again, they could come in from Boyfriend, girlfriend, they could be in some kind of idolatry in family, they could be in idolatry in friends or codependency. There's a lot of places where these can come out. Yeah, come out, marriage. Come out anywhere. It's just the temptation to say